0: This is the OMA podcast. On this podcast, you will find great ideas from industry experts in the commercial office space to make sure that your next project goes a little better. We'll be trying to share great ideas, insights from careers dedicated to making the commercial process a little better. I hope you enjoy. Hey everybody. Thank you for taking time every day and listening to the OMA podcast. Got a great, great guest today, Don Heinman. He is a absolute rock star, president, COO. Uh, we've got Johnson Storage and Moving Commercial Divisions, known as Johnson uh, Johnson Commercial Solutions. He is touching projects in nine states, eleven offices. I, you know what? I don't want to give away too much of your thunder, Don. Why don't you, uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do?
1: thank you mike thank you for having me on your illustrious podcast excited um so so johnson's uh, is what i call a super regional uh, moving and storage business uh, asset based uh, in the western united states and and we self-perform our work uh, west of the mississippi so we have 11 bricks and mortar locations in uh, california texas new mexico colorado uh wyoming kansas and a couple other places. And uh, then we have sales offices in Chicago, and Miami, uh, and Los Angeles. So we uh, self-perform west of the Mississippi and east of the Mississippi. And then in Europe and Asia, uh, we, uh, we partner with the Office Moving Alliance, uh, which I'm on the board of directors of. And uh, the OMA, as it's called, uh, helps us fulfill the national work that we do for Jones Lane LaSalle and Cushman and Wakefield and others.
0: Okay, so what do you do? I mean, it sounds, it sounds like your company does a lot of great things, Don, but what does Don do? What, what's your job?
1: I do, I do as little as possible. Now, I, uh, so I we're a, an EOS company, which is the entrepreneurial operating system. It's uh, Gino Wickman's program. It's an operating structure to, to run a business in a more disciplined and accountable way. And we embraced EOS, which is kind of a cutting edge, Um, operating program uh, about three years ago. And when we became an EOS company, uh, my senior executive team uh, demoted me to a position called visionary. So what I'm supposed to focus on, and I try and focus on is thinking five years out where the company should be from a marketing and strategy standpoint, including business development, uh, geography, uh, market segments, silos, new businesses, so I, I, sp- I spend 70% of my time on, on strategy and, and business development.
0: I love it. I love it. You know, I heard something not too long about Jeff Bezos and someone came up to him and asked him, you know, Hey, what do you guys have going on next quarter? And he was just blown away by the question. Cause he was like, I'm thinking about five quarters from now. Like, man, my mind is I'm, I'm five quarters ahead. And and if you're talking about five years ahead, uh, more power to you, Don. Uh, so, what's it going to be like in uh, 2026? What's what's the market going to be like?
1: So, I wish I had that crystal ball. Um, but you know, we're seeing some what I call mega trends in in logistics and uh, moving and storage, and and we're taking advantage of some sea change opportunities that are occurring uh, in our economy. And this is a kind of a weird. Uh, place to be post COVID, obviously. Um, And so what we're seeing is just massive supply chain disruption. And we're seeing really the perfect storm uh, of a combination of supply chain disruption caused by the port of Long Beach and caused by China factories having shut down and all of the trucking shortage and all of those things just resulting in an acute and very painful supply chain hiccup, which all of our listeners I am sure have experienced going to restaurants, grocery stores, even the hardware store, appliance stores. So we're taking advantage of that. Uh, and at the same time, uh, you know, we're seeing a, an acute labor shortage, the likes of which I've never seen. So I, I've never seen a tougher labor market in terms of recruiting and deploying labor assets to execute projects around the country, It's really incredibly uh, difficult. So. Uh, you know we're seeing those trends, and you know I'm viewing those as kind of eighteen month mm-hmm. uh, situations. Um, and then in terms of five years, you know, continued industry consolidation, you know I definitely see the work from home trend uh, continuing. I don't I don't think that's gonna go away. Um, you know you, you got Jamie Diamond at JP Morgan whipping his people back to the office, but you have a ton of other CEOs that are embracing kind of a hybrid, uh hoteling, uh, remote work, you know, hybrid system. So it's it's a really interesting dynamic out there right now. Uh, it's pretty challenging as well.
0: All right. So thanks for helping us out on what's happened in 18 months. We're going to timestamp this a little bit. We're right in the middle, just past the midpoint of 2021. What are you seeing in the Midwest and, and the West Coast? What are you seeing right now for Q3 and specifically Q4 like, what are you seeing in those projects? Is it picking back up? Which verticals are more active than others?
1: Yeah, so obviously, you know, return to office or RTO as we call it um, is, is a big, you know, mega trend in Q3 and Q4. We, we have a lot of customers coming back to office in September. September, particularly in Washington, DC, where we have uh, local representation. Um, is seeing the government reopening in September and a lot of the big offices following suit. So we have uh, September return to work. There, there is some return to office in July. So a lot of the, all the big banks on Wall Street have returned to office. Um, yeah, the West is, is fragmented. So, you know, I, I live in Denver, Colorado. Denver is, has been remo- remarkably open. Uh, on the other hand, LA and San Francisco, where we have locations, Uh, is still closed. And so there's a lot of variance in terms of how quickly uh, companies have adapted and and embraced a return to office. So it's a a really interesting environment. Um, We we do see a ton of uh, decommissioning and restack projects in the project management space. So we see uh, CBRE and Jones Lang LaSalle hiring people like us to help their clients, uh, you know, recommission offices and reestablish offices based on the new floor plan and what we call hoteling. So, hoteling is where uh, people don't have an assigned office anymore. So, here, here's an interesting trend, I think. Um, most big companies are doing hoteling for any employee who doesn't sign an agreement or commit. To being in the office four days a week, hmm. which I, I think is fascinating. So um, these big, you know, big companies are basically saying to their employees, "Look, unless you commit to four days a week in the office, you don't get a private space anymore. You're gonna you're gonna hotel. So you're gonna you're gonna use a shared space um, that has, you know, a, a plug-in place, an outlet for their laptop, uh, a monitor that they can access, a printer, obviously." and and so it's it's a really just kind of fascinating environment. Hmm.
0: Well, all right, so tell me as you're doing these projects from California through the Midwest and probably nationwide too, how are you leaning on your OMA partnership, your OMA partners to execute these projects?
1: Yeah, so that's a good question. So, we're a big national account booker and so uh, OMA or the Office Moving Alliance enables us to offer you know best in class local service anywhere in the country we are a national account selling machine so we love selling nationally and we're uh, a synergy partner for jones Lang lasalle and as a synergy partner we we have national clients every everyone from bank of america to xerox the fortune 500 who's who and we execute projects all over the country obviously if it's west of the mississippi we're probably going to self-perform that work um and if it's east of the mississippi we're going to lean on our OMA affiliates, you know, OMA is a, a great thing because it's an asset based uh, national account marketing group um, where we as a board member, I know all the principals and if, if a project goes south, which sometimes they do, uh, I can call the principal or the owner and say, hey, I need you to get involved in this and, and lend a hand and and turn it around. So OMA's a super powerful organization and we're lucky to be part of it.
0: That's great. That's great. I, I'll tell you what. As a uh, as someone who spent a lot of time in the furniture world, the idea of just having your A team on a intermarket project just helps you sleep better at night. And that's really my favorite thing about OMA is that when you're dealing with another OMA partner, you're getting the A team. You're not getting the, hey, it's Heinemann calling you know, from Johnson. Let's give him the C team. That's not happening, is it?
1: Yeah. No, it's a true partnership and. OMA is driven by reciprocity, like most organizations. So, um, you know, we are a, a big booker. We're the number two booker in the, in the system out of 60 companies. And so because we carry a big stick and we book a lot of business, people wanna make sure that they take care of our, our projects and our accounts uh, because they know that we've got a lot of business to give. Uh, and so uh, it's really, it's helpful.
0: I love it. I love it. All right. Well, let's get, let's get a great tidbit. I want to I squeeze a, a great piece of information from you. If someone was planning a project, you know, probably they're getting into Q4 of this year, Q1 of next year. What are some pitfalls they need to be wary of? I mean, you, t- you, you touched on supply chain, you touched on labor. How is that impacting projects that people are looking to plan right now?
1: Yeah. So good question. So our industry is really in a pickle. Uh, because demand is high, uh, both on the household goods moving and storage side, and on the commercial logistics side, uh, demand uh, in terms of return to office, uh, restack, decommissioning, recommissioning, super high demand and ultra low capacity. So you got kind of again the perfect storm where you've got an acute labor shortage coupled with uh, spiking demand. So you 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 really need as a end user, as a consumer of our services, really get out in front of it uh, and make sure that you're thinking 90 days out and you're not waiting, um, especially a sizable project. You, you definitely want to be proactive and thinking forward more than you ordinarily would just beca- because you really want to partner with someone who has the capacity and who can muster uh, not just labor, but high quality labor that's background checked, drug screened, uh, uniformed, And, you know, is going to make you look good. So because of the environment and this weird, you know, high demand, low uh, capacity, you really got to be more uh, out in front of projects than you ever have been. Um, And be very careful to pick a partner who actually has the the high quality capacity to pull off the project. So that's 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 where we come in in Noma and Johnson's is we've got you know, on the johnson side we can put 100 guys on the street uh in on any given day and so can our partners so we don't we don't have a shortage of capacity um we've we've struggled through it and we've recruited a ton of labor and and project management people so it's uh it's important to be
0: okay good so all right i'm gonna ask a question I think I know the answer of, so what are the advantages of? Normally you kind of call your mover logistics, storage guys sort of, you know, maybe at the last minute, those are some of the last guys brought on the job. So if I do get somebody involved really early, what are some advantages? I mean, what, what do you guys bring to the table if I am going to bring you in early?
1: Yeah, so there are a lot of benefits in starting early with people like us. So on our side, you know, we we do uh, space planning, uh, CAD design, we're a uh, national furniture dealer. So we have a a furniture business called Broadway Business Interiors that sells high quality furniture nationally. So we can, we can lay out the office. We can uh, do a CAD drawing of where all the furniture is going to go. We can do the space planning. We can do uh, any partitioning that needs to occur. Uh, And so getting us involved with the architect, is helpful. And the the sooner that we're brought in, the sooner we can start adding value in terms of project management and space planning.
0: Hmm. I love it. I love it. I like the idea of just having someone in my back pocket to help me even figure out the logistics of when goes who and and when when are we going to move the sixth floor, the first floor and everything like that. I like having people smarter than me around me at all times.
1: Well, that must be difficult for you, Mike. (laughs) it's not hard it's not hard at all done all right so, so we do we do have a technology platform uh at oma that's called bus and 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 then within bus we have a a project management system called remote control which uses a, a technology platform called smart sheets and it's awesome in terms of planning uh, and in terms of executing a uh, complex project remotely um, so it, it, it enables a, a project manager at CBRE or Jones Lane LaSalle or Cushman and Wakefield to manage a project without having to be on site. Uh, it, it has uh, video and photography built into it. Uh, and we take pictures of every office and every workstation before and after. Uh, and so we can verify that all the contents were delivered. It's all time stamped. And uh, it's a really cool technology project or or program. So, you know, you got to leverage technology today and we feel pretty good about ours.
0: I love it. I love it, Don. You were absolutely uh, a wealth of great information. Thank you so much for coming on. I do have a little uh, pop culture question for you. So if you, uh,
1: please- stuff up we don't actually do
0: any of this yeah right dad you guys are you guys are fantastic you won't be you would not be on the own podcast if you didn't bring some some value so pop culture you are um you're going to see you get to see one concert right one concert one opening band one main band who are you going to see don and and living or any band in history who are you going to go see
1: i'm a denver guy so we have a, a local band here in denver called big head todd and the monsters and uh, we saw them at Red Rocks Amphitheater, which is the most awesome concert venue in the country, in my opinion. It's also 15 minutes from my house. Uh, and big, we bought uh, third row seats for Big Head Todd. And uh, he, Hazel Miller opened up for Big Head Todd, who's a, a blues singer. And it was just mind boggling. So good. So, yeah, I'm a, more kind of a jam band guy, kind of old school.
0: Okay, great. So it's going to be Big Head Todd. Is Big Head Todd going to open for anybody or are they going to be the main show?
1: Oh, they're the headliner in Colorado for sure. Uh, Hazel Miller opened for them, and uh, you know I'm also a big you know Deadhead, so Dead and Company and and any iteration of Bob Weir and his minions. Uh, so we we go see uh, Dead and Company every year at at uh, University of Colorado. Um, so yeah, it's fun.
0: That's great. That's great. Well, uh, a friend of Don is a friend of mine. I'm so glad that you uh, you came on. You took out time. If somebody wanted to get in touch with you, Don. Uh, I'm going to put your uh, LinkedIn uh, connection in the show notes. Is that a good place to go?
1: Yeah. Uh, so my email address is dhindman, H I N D M A N, at johnson-united.com. That's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. And uh, again, we, we do projects everywhere and, and we consult with clients and we'd love to help anybody.
0: Fantastic. Thanks again, Don. Look forward to talking to you
1: soon. Mike, right, thanks, man. Enjoyed it.
0: Thank you for listening to the OMA podcast. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, take a minute to like and share the podcast. And if you'd like to learn more about OMA, go to officemovingalliance.com.